Cambridge Insider Podcast time. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. As always, remember to like, listen, subscribe, do all of those great things that we need you to do. Today's Cambridge Insider Podcast episode is brought to you by Maharishi School, which is ranked the number one best college prep private high school in Iowa, the number one best boarding school in Iowa, and the number one most diverse private high school in Iowa for 2019, 2020, and 2021 by Niche.com. Maharishi School graduates have received full scholarships to Princeton University and to Duke and you would see Chapel Hill and with over 95% of our graduates matriculating to four-year colleges. Located in a safe, progressive community with which supports alternative energy, health and well-being and the diversity rare to a smaller Midwest town, Fairfield, Iowa, has been a magnet for entrepreneurs and business growth. The rigorous academic and AP courses, plus a foundation of meditation for stress relief twice daily within the curriculum, creates high-achieving global citizens who care, show compassion, and responsibility for contribution for contribution as global citizens. So that's Maharishi School. As always, my co-host, uh, Ms. Liana Glass, rested, I assume? Yes, I am doing well. Rested, just got back from my vacation in California, so I feel like a new person. How are you doing today? I always hesitate before I answer that question to say that you look rested because that would assume that you didn't look rested before. You, you've got to be really careful. Um, as a very experienced podcast host for several episodes, I know that that's not the question to ask. Um, I'm doing well, thank you. I have to put a little disclaimer on this episode. Um, there's construction, yo, yeah, I know Sarah has kids at home. Hey, these are the, this, is, this is COVID. This is how it works. You work from home. Things sometimes happen. We're a professional outfit, but we're going to try our best to, to make it as smooth and professional as uh, as possible. Then I'd like to uh, welcome our special guest for this episode. Really excited. Sarah Liu, welcome to the Cambridge Insider podcast. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Liana. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Excited to have my first podcast interview. Um, yeah. Awesome. yeah. We're excited awesome. to have you. You're going to be a natural. I already know it. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're just involved in so many um, different projects at, at Cambridge. Every time there's a new initiative or a new project, somebody's mentioning your name. So kudos to you for just being a, a, a superstar. Um, before we get into what I like to always call our hard-hitting questions, um, would you like to please introduce yourself to our listenership? Sure, sure. So, um, yeah, I'm Sarah Liu. I am a senior SDM and I'm over here in the tiny, tiny city of Providence, Rhode Island. But um, yeah, I've been working with my students here and in Massachusetts for close to four years now. So it's been a while. Providence, Rhode Island, another beautiful part of the world. I think we're getting just I don't know if this is meant to make Liana and I like jealous because we live in the northeast and like let me not say it, but we live in very resilient, tough places, and all of our guests are like just in like vacation towns that are beautiful. I don't know. Yeah, we've got guests in California. Now we have Rhode Island. I'm over here in beautiful Philadelphia. Just stunning. Good. Good. <laughs> well, but I don't Sarah, we're so excited to have you. And just fun fact for our listeners, Sarah is actually who interviewed me when I came to Cambridge Network. And has been sort of a mentor for me as a student development manager. So, so happy to have you here. And today we are gonna be talking about 
the Cambridge Network Care Initiative, which Sarah is spearheading um, and has been leading a team on. So we'll give you, Sarah, a second to kind of explain what Cambridge Care is. And yeah, we'll let you take it away. Sure, absolutely. Well, I think the probably the most important place to start is what CARE actually stands for. So, you know, in Cambridge, we do love our acronyms. So C-A-R-E is standing for Community Accessibility Resources and Engagement. So it worked out really well that we were able to find some of these terms to embody what we're trying to do for our students. Um, and that's where CARE is really coming from, an initiative that was started collaboratively collaboratively with all of our um, a couple of our other SDMs here who we're trying to figure out how do we continue to support our students uh, in this completely different educational and living environment called COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic world pandemic so uh, trying to figure out um, come up with ideas about how we can continue to support students in a completely different way than we ever really had to consider in the past yeah so We've had to create several different programs throughout the past year just to meet students where their needs were when they were learning online and quarantining through the pandemic. So Cambridge Care has kind of evolved, I would say, from those programs, and then we're going to carry them forward with us into the future, into this next school year. So Sarah, just, um, and I always tend to ask the very basic questions, so, you know, uh, excuse the um, the basicness of this, but um, when you say that it's a program that was created to try and sort of meet these needs of these students, are we talking um, a face-to-face -face sort of um, interaction? Are we talking an academic sort of aimed program in the back? Are we talking virtual visits? If you could just give a little bit more detail of exactly the operational side, how does this look? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we know that within Cambridge, Cambridge's goal is to support the whole student. So academically, emotionally, um, in whatever way possible. So CARE, of course, is going to focus on um, academics, but also a lot of leadership skills. So we want to help give students opportunities to build up some of these uh, leadership skills, college preparation skills, things that they're going to continue to use for the rest of their lives. Um, and we want to fill that gap for kids who may not be able to be in their school just yet. They may, they may still be facing travel restrictions. Maybe they still have concerns about um, COVID and being in large groups, hanging around after school. Uh, we're also seeing, you know, in some schools, some students, they may be the only international student and they are going to look for that sense of community. And especially if you're a new student, you may struggle to get that um, or be nervous about doing that uh, in an in-person environment. So what we want to do is offer some of these programs um, virtually so that the students have an opportunity from wherever they are, whether it's in the US or China, Vietnam, Korea, whichever country they may still be in, to get these experiences that they might not have the opportunity to get otherwise. Right, and I would add that um, even students who maybe aren't in their home country, but um, still are looking for ways to get more involved outside of just their school, these virtual um, programs are going to allow students to meet each other from all over the country, right? So this isn't limited to just the East Coast or um, these are options for all students. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because like I mentioned, you know, when you've got, you know, if you've got a student who may be the only student in their program or maybe they're a new student, if they're the only one in the school, that's very isolating. That can feel very isolating, especially for new students who are having to adjust in just a very vastly different uh, system than what our old students used to come into. So, uh, yep, yeah, it's across the country, across the world. We're going to be very accommodating with times and just make it really accessible for everyone that wants to join. Absolutely awesome. So, so cool. Sarah, I've got a little bit of an off script question for you, if you don't mind. Um, because I think it's important for our schools to take note of this and sort of use this as a learning opportunity um, because it's so important to meet the needs of these kids. I think we've said that across the board, obviously, um, just in terms of helping students, uh, you know, adapt to a new culture and ultimately be successful. But from the we always like to use different angles and from the marketing side of a school and, and making that school a popular place to go, we want to make sure that that the needs of those students are met. So when you, you know, pre launching an initiative like this how do you go about just sort of evaluating what the student needs are because i do think that our schools need to maybe you know start utilizing a little bit of that methodology of saying we've got kids times are changing i need to keep adapting in terms of what i can offer them yeah absolutely i mean and you know that having someone who is working directly with the students and interacting with them on a daily basis as SDMs do. And I'm sure a lot of schools also have, I work with a lot of schools who have someone like that as well. Um, that's really where you see uh, the needs of the students and what they're coming up against. So when you're interacting with them and seeing the challenges that they faced, that gives you the opportunity to really target how can we how can we help solve this problem so um it's super important to have that ongoing relationship not just in an academic setting but just getting to know the whole student um and, and that can be difficult obviously with them not being here if they're not physically here and they've been abroad um, but making sure that you're utilizing like WeChat, um, Zalo, I was recently recommended by my Vietnam team, these um, messaging apps and things that you, to, to communicate with the students on their own terms, which makes them also feel more comfortable and more interested in, to speak up and talk to you about what they're, what challenges they're facing. I would agree. And I would say that everything you just mentioned kind of backs up the fact that school partners need to have a strong relationship with their student development manager from Cambridge Network too, because we are talking to our students on a daily basis. We're getting to know them on a more personal level, I think sometimes than their teachers are or guidance counselors even. So having that open communication and working as a team with the school, we will be able to give them those insights into, okay, here are the skills our students need to build upon. And I know that through that, we've all noticed as student development managers that leadership, um, accountability, communication skills, study skills, those are all things we're picking up on through our relationships with our students that need building upon. And I think that's a lot of what Cambridge Care and those programs will do for our students. So we need to have that open door to communicate with schools too about what we're seeing in the field and as we're getting to know our students better. Absolutely, so important. And I think, you know, uh, Liana mentions an important thing there is the communication. I think teenagers typically divulge different parts of themselves to different people um, and you know in terms of creating that holistic care 
it's important to to keep communication open with with the different people that are supporting the student to make sure that we can provide that holistic support so i mean just again i say this every time we have a guest on because you guys are just awesome i feel a little inferior when i talk to some of our guests but just kudos to you and the type of programs that you are initiating and 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 the extra level of support that I would hazard a guess that no other agency are doing these types of programs and these types of initiatives. So, you know, Sarah, awesome, awesome, awesome job. Um, just as a final sort of, um, you know, and we've touched on, on on this, but but if you could sort of break it down for us, you know, how do you see um, the Cambridge Care program um, and the initiative sort of impacting our students long term? Yeah, I see, I see it continuing to be a learning process for us and for our students to to really continue to acknowledge the need for these virtual programs and getting them to log in as we all know that's that's that is the struggle is getting them to be there but but once they're there i see the impact being very big for the kids to have an opportunity to have someone devote their time to teaching them these leadership skills to you know once they realize that um these programs were developed just for them. It's not about any other students except for the international students that we are working with and it's designed specifically for them. So the long-term impact, you know, I think the kids will have a chance to gain some of these leadership skills. They're gonna realize how valuable it is for um, college applications and having something to include on that. One of the biggest um, regrets I hear from a lot of my seniors is, oh, I didn't do anything this four years and or three years or two years, however long they were in the US. And now I don't know what to write in my essay and I don't know what to put um, as extracurricular activities. So I think that for the kids seeing the value in that, that's what's going to have an impact and then it's going to grow on them and they'll probably realize that that impact extends beyond just something to write on your college application list. Definitely. And I'll add that again to our schools listening, this also involves you in that we need to start educating our students, our international students from day one about the value that colleges put on involvement outside of your academics, getting involved in clubs, organizations, showing those leadership abilities, um, showing initiative to grow yourself outside of just your academic core classes is so important. And that's not something that may be stressed in these students' home countries. This is new to them. This is something they need to hear for the first time that you don't just need to focus on your core classes. You need to focus on your development as a person, your development on professional skills that are going to help you outside of schooling and in your professional journey. Um, so yeah, schools need to really back that up. And once as Sarah said, once students do log into these different programs and see the value and that they were tailored solely to them and the, the needs that we picked up on, um, they're going to be hooked. And then lots of these programs absolutely can be translated onto a resume and uh, built up there for colleges to see, for future employers to see. So, you know, the value is unending there. And I think the important thing to add to is is to the community engagement. I think that um, once we had, especially in these in the past year with with cup and classes and having students log in, um, once they logged in, once they tended to come back because then they met new people that they didn't necessarily know uh, before or they never would have met before. And you know, it, it created a space where they felt comfortable. So I think that sense of engagement is also what the kids are 
looking for when they're feeling very isolated. I, they're, they're desperate for it. Absolutely. Sarah, as a final question, um, uh, how do students, how do teachers get more information about this program? Um, is it just a case of reaching out to your Cambridge rep or is there somebody else? You know, how does that process work? Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely say start with reaching out to your Cambridge representative and um, they will pass on. We're working on um, marketing materials for the schools, which are informational and will include more details about uh, what each program is and what it, each program will encompass. But um, yeah, we'll definitely but more than happy to to send on any information that we have. Um, but right, like Leanna said, definitely utilize your Cambridge representative. Uh, that's what we're here for. Absolutely, and I think schools as well. As a final thought, um, you know, schools as well. If you if you have a student in mind and you know this is potentially something that could be useful, have a chat to your SDM, have a chat to the student, gain you know, gather that information and sort of you know make the suggestion that this could be something long term that could be really beneficial. Sarah Liu, awesome, awesome, awesome having you on. You and I um, have actually traveled to China together and it was an awesome trip. So, you know, we don't get to interact a lot because we're just in, in sort of different departments. But when we do, it's, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the, the the contribution to the podcast, but more importantly, the contribution that you're making, I think, to students' lives on a daily basis um, is just excellent. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is great. Awesome. Liana Glass, any final thoughts? Yeah, I just think that Cambridge Network and Sarah specifically have taken what we've learned through this past challenging year and every way that we had to adapt because of the pandemic. We've learned those strengths and what's come out of that, and we're taking it forward with us for next year. So I think it's important. We keep saying this a lot within the company that we don't just forget about all the ways that we grew in this past year. We don't just move on from them, but we kind of adapt those to help grow our programs, make them stronger. So I think that's exactly what Cambridge Care is doing. That's exactly what Sarah is doing. So um, yeah, we're just seeing the evolution of Cambridge Network student programs, and I think they're just going to keep getting better. Well, you guys to say so many nice things. We'll have to come back more often. <laughs> you're, you're always welcome back on the podcast. We love to have you. Yeah. To all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you do have specific questions, remember that is the uh, our, our executive producer, Dean, will put all the contact information in the show notes as well. So if you do want to reach out to Sarah, if you have something specific that you want to ask or just for co-host Liana or myself, uh, feel free to reach out. Until our next episode, we'll catch you around the next episode. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you.